Okay, what's up, people? Let's get going. Let's jump right into it. You know who you're listening to. If you don't, you're crazy because you downloaded this podcast, didn't you? You press play to hear who? Vaughn DiCarlo, aka Coach Vaughn, and Coach Vaughn is on. I had such a great day today. Uh, It's the evening. It's still Monday. You know, when I fill in for Power Hour on Sirius XM Urban View, I'll put my podcast up in the evening instead of the morning or the day. But it's still Monday. I bet some of you, my faithful, lovely listeners, that I I love you guys. I really do, especially when you talk to me on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. I have a lot of fun with you guys. But I bet you thought that you were not getting a podcast today. But guess what? I'm here. I am here for you. I am disciplined. I am uberly disciplined. I had such a great day. You guys know I'm very spiritual and I, I love living my life through faith as best as I can. And many, 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 many years ago, I started reading this book called Acts of Faith. It's really not a book that you read. Um, it's it's a book by Ayana Van Zandt. And it's dated like you go to, let's say you go to the today's date, whatever today's date is. What is it? May. Um, I don't know. I'm not good with a calendar. What's today's date? Let's look it up. Today is Monday, May 7th. So if we go to May 7th, May 7th says um, trust at the top of the page. And then at the bottom, it says, as I trust, my needs are met. Have you ever worried whether there would be enough air for you to breathe? How often you would ponder what you would do if the laws of gravity ceased to operate? For some reason, you never worry about the very essential elements you need to stay alive. You just trust they'll be there, and they are. You trust that your heart will beat, your blood will flow, your lungs will expand, and that you will stay firmly planted on the earth. You trust that every organ within you will do exactly what it should or as it should. You trust that your body will support you. Why not extend that trust to every area of your life? Trust that the universe and creator, God, will provide everything that you need without any effort on your part. All you have to do, all you ever need to do is ask and trust. Ask and trust. Closed mouths don't get fed, people. Closed mouths don't get fed. That's an excerpt. That's um, a page from the book Acts of Faith signed today. If you go to my Instagram at Vondi Carlo um, and Twitter is the same thing at Vondi Carlo, hashtag Coach Von, V-O-N, you will see my book signed by Ayana Van Zandt. Now, I bought this book in the early 2000s and I literally would read it every day because it's it's something that I still read every day. I wake up, you know, I read, you know, get my little meditation on, if you will, as part of my daily routine. I, I talk in prayer with God. If you're an atheist, I don't um, know how to advise you in that area and what keeps you alive and going. But for me... I'm very faith-based with everything that I do. I feel that, you know, I walk in the light of God, so to speak. And with trying to keep, and I was speaking about this on the radio today, all of us have good and bad in us, right? There's light and there's dark. And whatever you lean towards the most, 
will grow. The seeds that you plant people will grow. If you take LeBron James for now, and I knew that you knew that was coming because he had a monster game and people keep saying, oh my God, he's not going to be able to keep this up. He's not going to be able to keep this up. But his discipline and his routine and his regimen is keeping him in the game. You want to stay in the game of life. You have to be disciplined. You have to want it. You have to want to be in this game called life, right? So he's not hitting these shots. Like there's God-given talent, of course, but if you don't work on your talent, then you're just letting it go to waste. So whatever your routine is to get there, to get to your LeBron level where you can bank that shot off the backboard with eight seconds to go, I said, look, you can do a lot of damage to somebody's soul either good or bad, depending on whose side you are on in eight seconds. And I said that right before LeBron was bringing the ball up to up the uh, court. And he had five seconds left. Four, three, two, one. I start screaming at the top of my lungs because, you know, I love being right because I'm always right sometimes. Uh, I was so excited. And I spent the... The weekend, last time, um, last week, last Thursday through Sunday, I was at Levity Live. Donnell Rollins was there headlining. And, you know, we were watching the games in the green room and stuff. And the, the Philly game that was on before the, the monster eight-second buzzer-beating winning shot from LeBron, Bellinelli had a crazy, crazy what I thought was a three-pointer right before that and i'm like this is a a hell of a playoff series man i have i am having so much fun so bellinelli took that shot and he left his his hand in the air for like 20 minutes i think he still has his hand in the air right now as we speak he was a hero for a minute then they went into overtime and blew it and you know people want to put it on ben simmons people want to put it on a coach people want to put it on where they want to put it on Bottom line is Philly is great. They're an inexperienced team. They're very young. They have a lot of potential. Um, I might lean more towards the coaching staff at fault because what, what we're not going to do is go on the up and down bandwagon ride with Ben Simmons. Oh, he missed it. He wasn't looking. He missed that pass. So now he's not that great. Now nah, he's still great. Is he? Good question, though. Is he still your rookie of the year? Who's your rookie of the year now? Did you jump off of the Ben Simmons bandwagon? But, you know, remember, the seeds that you plant will grow, okay? Ben Simmons is planting some hell of a seeds. Philly planted a lot of amazing seeds, and now we're seeing um, not the trees, but it's sprouting. You know, this playoff series is sprouting. Are they going to be champs? We don't know. Because, you know, LeBron right now is looking pretty damn good. And every time they say, oh, he can't keep this up, he does it again and again and again. And he's getting better and better and better. You know how? Discipline. Discipline, discipline, discipline. And working smart, not hard. Smart, not hard. LeBron James is resting in games so to speak. Instead of running the ball up the court, he's walking the ball up the court. He's walking a lot in game. 
or light jogging. So he's finding places within the game to rest. I think that's amazing. And I forget the name of the article, but um, they were talking about it. And that's pretty much the, they're starting to calculate. They're, they're trying to figure out LeBron like mad scientists are all getting together. Like, how is he doing it? This can't be real. And they discovered that, you know, LeBron is the slowest man on the court. So they, they said, oh, okay, well, he's resting in game by instead of um, using a bunch of energy just to bring the ball up the court, he's, he's, he's working smarter, people. He's working smarter, which is what you're supposed to do as you get older. When you get older, you get wiser, right? Some people get bitter. Try not to get bitter. I mean, that's why I... I'm um, Ayana Van Zant roasted my book. She was like, "What did you do? Try to eat it? Like, what is all? It doesn't even have a cover anymore." And I said, "Listen, this acts of Facebook has gotten me through so many storms. It has its own scars. Uh, that's why it doesn't have a cover." And the reason I'm so intense about my faith is because, for me, whatever you know, I don't judge people, but whatever way, whatever gets you through your day. You know what I mean? I don't know LeBron personally. I don't know Ben Simmons personally. I don't know these athletes personally. But I know whatever it is that's getting them through their day. We all know Steph Curry is very vocal about being very, you know, God-based. Which I really, really respect in him and his whole family. So when you, you have a particular faith and you're planting seeds in that faith and you believe wholeheartedly that they will grow... That's the energy that you put out there. That's the energy that's coming back. So you put energy. You, it, there's this old saying that goes, whether you can or whether you can't, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you are right. Right? So, hey, that tells the whole story right there. But we're human and we have our ups and down days, right? So one of the things that gets on my nerves a lot is making celebrities, these celebrity athletes, rappers, musicians, actors, whoever it is, making them not human in your eyes and idolizing them. And I go hard for LeBron, but at the end of the day, it's all just fun. He's a human being. Like, I don't praise that dude like he's Jesus. And I know I could hear some of you like tweeting me right now, like, yes, you do. But no, I don't. It's all, when I'm talking basketball, I'm just trash talking like anybody else. You pick your favorite team and favorite players and you go hard for them. I, that's all I'm doing. I'm going hard for the Knicks. I'm going hard for LeBron. But I don't know him personally and I, I don't own the Knicks. So I have perspective when we're talking real life. So... I don't think that it, it behooves anyone to idolize people as if they're not human. They are human. They put on their, their, their pants one leg at a time every single day, just like we all do. So I don't, I don't believe in idolizing people and like Childish Gambino, Donald Glover right now, amazing video. Everyone's talking about that. He was trending um, right alongside LeBron. And it's like, look at these two kings trending for, for their art. That's a great thing. That's a beautiful thing. But that does not make them God. And everybody's like, oh, uh, a lot of people were posting about the um, This Is America video and saying this is this is the new Kanye or this is what Kanye, this is what we wanted Kanye to be. And it's like, everybody pump your brakes. 
pump your brakes. I hate comparisons. Comparisons get on my nerves so bad. Even though it's fun to compare. It's like, who's better, LeBron or Jordan? Kobe or LeBron? Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Is Ben Simmons the new LeBron James? Uh, Magic Johnson? Da-da-da-da-da. It goes on and on. And it's fun in conversation. But in real life, in the great scheme of things, everybody is an individual artist, individual athlete, individual person. Stop comparing everybody to everybody. As soon as the, the the video wasn't even out for five seconds before people start throwing Kanye's name on Donald Glover's, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. Why? He's not the new Kanye. He's the old and new himself. He's been around. He's not new. I don't know if people think that he's a new guy, but he's not a new guy. That's number one. And number two... He's not Kanye, and I don't want him to be Kanye. I want Kanye to be Kanye. I want him to be him. They're individual artists, and I get what people are saying, but I think the comparisons just, it it just, it, it starts a debate that's probably not something that needs to be had. Why can't artists just be great in their own individual paths, doing their own individual thing, and we can support their art we can support their music and everything that they're doing by purchasing their, their stuff legally and, I don't know, wearing their t-shirts, saying their name, trending, making them trend on Twitter and, and Instagram and liking their pictures. By the way, this is all things that I want you guys to do for me. <laughs> like all my pictures, retweet my stuff, repost my pictures and my videos, hold me down, use the hashtag Coach Vaughn and all my stuff that I do. That's called support. But you, you don't have to praise me like I'm Jesus Christ superstar. You know what I'm saying? It, I think it's unnecessary. And, and you could have role models and you could look up to people. I definitely I um, admire athletes, the, the ones that are very disciplined. And I try to model myself after that discipline, but not after that person, if that makes any sense. So... We don't need Childish Gambino to be what we wanted Kanye to be. And by the way, who told Kanye West that he was sexy? Can somebody tell Kanye that we, he said, we got liposuction. I got liposuction for y'all. I'm like, y'all who? I don't remember ever in the history of Kanye West ever saying that Kanye is a, who said Kanye was a sex symbol? When? When? Where? Where? Behind door number what? Because I don't remember ever in the history of Kanye. Like, he's not an ugly guy. Nobody ever considered him ugly. But nobody ever considered him a sex symbol. Boy, you are not Idris Elba or uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Michael B. Jordan or Denzel. If that was, you know, whoever you think your sexy symbol person is. I don't ever remember Kanye West being that con in that conversation. He's never, like I said, been in a conversation of being an ugly dude. But you know what conversation he has been in? Uh, we love you for your beats. Drop them beats, son. We love you for your lyrics. Drop them lyrics, son. You know, we love Kanye for different reasons. We love you for, well, I don't think we, we love the clothing line. That, that <laughs> garbage-ass clothing line. Like, we're just ripping stuff up and charging a million dollars for it and, and calling it Yeezy. I, I don't know. Um, to each his own if you if you that's what you do but I got some ripped jeans on right now and I think I might have paid $30 for them and I'm good with that I'm real good with that and they ripped you know they cute 
um, follow me on Instagram. You'll you'll see the jeans at Von DiCarlo. Uh, but anyway, who told Kanye he had to get liposuction so that he ain't fat for us? Boy, like Kanye, you are not Kim. Let Kim and all her sisters and her stepdad stay in that uh, bad bitch lane. You know what I'm saying? That's not your lane, Kanye. Kanye, um, in my humble opinion. But the the video for This Is America it covered a lot. It covered a lot. I love art that you know people can see different things than even the artist even intended. Like sometimes when I do comedy and I come off stage and people have a perspective of what I said that they apply to themselves to their own experience, from their own experience to themselves. That's amazing. Do you know what a blessing and how beautiful that is? So there was things in a video, like if you watch the This Is America video over and over and over like a bunch of times, you'll start seeing, like the surface thing that everybody sees right away is that this is a video where the dancing is a distraction to all the utter chaos that is around us in this world. Like we, we are looking at trivial things idolizing tri trivial things and ignoring um tragedy and i totally get that right off the bat from the video everybody saw that right away but before i started looking up what other people were thinking about the symbolism it throughout um that i wanted you know to formulate my own opinion before i started digging into what everybody else is thinking and the one thing that stood out to me there was a couple of things there's a guy who falls from the top level in that warehouse place wherever they are and i don't it, it looks like maybe i don't know if he was committing suicide or if it was symbolic of 9 11 where people were jumping from the buildings it could mean a lot of things my first instinct was oh someone just killed themselves and i was like wait a minute the way he fell Maybe that it, it, it felt very 9-11, God bless the, the people who suffered in that that tragedy. And um, I was like, wow, that's incredible. And then there was the white horse that rode through in the background with a hooded um, a man. And it, it appeared to be all black in a hooded outfit. And it to me, when I first looked at it, I was like, wow, that's symbolic of like reverse racism. Because like the KKK, when they ride in their white hoods, it's usually on a dark horse. But this is a white horse with a dark hood. So to me, it was like reverse racism. But then when I started reading what other people were seeing, they were like seeing that this white horse was representative of the apocalypse. Because the first horse that comes in the apocalypse is supposed to be white or whatever. So, wow, look at that. Who knows what their intent was? But the thing that stood out to me the most, and I was like, wow, when I heard what other people were thinking. At the very end of the video, when he's running and all the people are running behind him, I was thinking he was running from a school shooter because the kids the, the the kids that's dancing with him throughout the entire video are in school uniforms so you get the feel that these are school kids and there's gun violence and all the symbolism of what's happening in the world right now so when i saw him running at the end and all the people running behind him i was like oh my god they're running from a school shooter when i started reading what other people were seeing and and what they thought of that last scene 
they were saying that he was running from the sunken place because I guess the the people in the background were all white, but I didn't see them as all white. Um, they could have been like light skin. There, it's faded out in the back. You, I don't, I couldn't see exactly who's in that background. You know what I'm saying? It could have been white, could have been light skin. I don't know. But people were saying he was running from the sunken place. And then um, <laughs> I thought about it. I was like, well, how far can you run from the sunken place? Isn't his his woman is white, right? <laughs> Not that I necessarily consider that a sunken place. You know, people are like Kanye's in the sunken place with the Kardashians and Tristan Thompson. And I don't know that he's in a sunken place cause, or a sucked place because, you know, that whole scandal with him cheating while his while Chloe was having their baby. But my whole thing with just because you're in a relationship with a white woman doesn't automatically put you in a sunken place because of the climate that we're in racially, people just automatically go to that. However, if you look at things individually and you give it some thought, it's like, well, there was a, a clip, Donald Glover, he, he does stand up as well, and Comedy Central posted a clip, and he was talking about how he loves Barack Obama because Barack Obama's a black nerd, and you know, he was the only black kid in his school growing up. So let's, I don't know who his woman is, but let's just say hypothetically, um, this is the same situation for, you know, somebody else. And let's say he fell in love with his high school sweetheart um, and married her. Does that mean he's in a sucking place because he married a white girl? You, you fall in love with who you're around mostly. So if you, you ended up in a relationship with a white woman and you were the only black kid in, in school and all, I get that. That doesn't necessarily make you in a sunken place. What makes you kind of in a sunken place to me is when you don't date women like black women if you're a black man and go oh i don't date black women because x y and z i only date white women because of a b and c then that you could all the way kiss my ass with that yeah no i'm i don't subscribe to that that's insulting or going oh um black women don't like me because blah 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 and this that and the third like um uh, i don't have money so black women don't like me or I ended up with my girl because, you know, black women w wasn't feeling me because, you know, I, I didn't have money. And I'm like, well, hold up. Wait a minute. Pause, 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 pause. Because as I as you listen to my voice right now, there is a, a black woman putting some money on some dude's books in jail as we speak. And black women are some of the most loyal women not digging in your pockets on planet Earth. And I'm j speaking in general, of course, but a, a lot of times black people, we do stuff out of love because you, you have to understand coming out of slavery, we didn't have anything. We had love. According to Kanye West, that was a choice. But, you know, slavery is a choice. Love is a choice, too. Uh, and who you love is a choice. So to each his own. I, I'm not judging you, but I'm judging you a little bit if you are making that decision and putting it on the other person. Meaning, if you're a black man and you go, I don't date black women because black women, da 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 da, as if it's their fault, then yeah, go somewhere with that. But if you're like, look, this is my preference. I'm attracted to this. Um, I grew up 
my my where I grew up, you know, I was only black. Whatever. Whatever. To each his own. But, you know, doing things out of love is where you will find success. It may take a little bit longer, but you'll get there. You'll get there. Um, look. Are you trusting the process still? Because <laughs> Philly's looking real whack right now lately. Um, they play tonight. I'm going to get out of here soon so I can watch these games um, tonight. But Philly has been looking real like they're, they're being exposed for the lack of experience that they have. But they trusted the process. Are you guys still in love with the process? That's a good example of planting seeds and watching them grow right we covered that earlier a little bit so are you still going to trust the the process or are you going to dig those roots up and try to plant the seed somewhere else you feel what i'm saying another good question is does meek mill officially work for the sixers because like he's i think he's going to be on espn and everything like meek mill is totally out there right now it was it was cool for the first day but now it's like every time the sixers are mentioned it's all about Meek Mill as well. So I'm like, all right, now, what, what's this all about? Is he not just a new mascot, but part owner? I hope that owner is giving him a check. Uh, how about that? Uh, but out of love, of course, out of love, out of love, out of love. Um, what else is going on before I get out of here? Um, just want to make sure that everybody is staying focused and staying in love with their own process for sure. And whatever it is that will get you there as a person, make sure you are absolutely 110,000, thousand, thousand percent staying focused, staying in the, in the light side of thing and not letting bitterness like sneak into you because that bitterness that bitterness will will take you down, man. It will take you down. And if you want to stay in the game, in this game of life, you can't go too far on that dark side and let that bitterness and that, that hatred bubble up in you. Because when you look at some of these people with so much hate in their heart, man, it's just like, I don't know. Like, if you look at Donald Trump, it's like, how do you, you, you have all this money, you in a high position in, in life, you president of the United States. And every single picture I see of this man, he looks completely and utterly miserable. Kanye West right now, every time I see him, he looks, he doesn't look completely and utterly mis miserable. To me, Kanye West looks hurt. And he had, he's had that hurt look in his eyes ever since his mom god rest her soul passed away and my heart goes out to kanye and i hope that he figures it out and becomes more responsible with his words you know our first thought doesn't necessarily need to be the thing that comes out of our mouth sometimes being mindful of of what we're putting out there is important but you're a free think thinker if you don't think that then you don't think that i think that for me I try to be mindful, you know what I'm saying, of of the things that are coming out of my mouth. I, I try to be very mindful um, as best as I can. But sometimes, you know, I black out too. We all have our moments. Nobody's perfect. Nobody is perfect. All you could do is your best. That's all. That's all I ask is is just do your best and, and be mindful. You know, throw back to Michael, man in a mirror, you know, man in the mirror. You can't 
change everybody. You can't be responsible for everybody. You you can't please everybody, but you can be responsible for yourself. You can be the man in the mirror. Look at LeBron. He's responsible for himself, right? Right? Don't you think? Don't you think? I, I just love digging. Love digging at y'all, LeBron haters. I really do. It it it's it's very fun. I'm I'm I I I'm very much so in love with my Knicks still. Someone had posted on Instagram like shaking my head because I was screaming. I posted a video. That would that's that video actually on Instagram, just so that you know. That was the scream of the replay. The scream in the moment. I was like, wow, I, I think I broke the green room because I was in, um, like I said, I was in uh, Levity Live all weekend with Donnell Rollins headlining and he was on stage at the time when that happened. I was in the green room and I think I was with uh, Jimmy Martinez was in there it's, and uh, I just start wowing. Oh my God. I was like, did I just, I hope I didn't break nothing. <laughs> Don't lose your, your job because LeBron is not paying your bills, right? Perspective, people, perspective. Trust me. I love talking shit. I love talking trash, talking sports back and forth with y'all. I love digging in and riding hard for LeBron and my Knicks. But at the end of the day, perspective, absolute perspective. And speaking of the Knicks, I think, you know, that Fisdale was supposed to be a move to try and get LeBron to New York, you know, I, I hope so. The King is going to do what the King is going to do. Um, but what my question is, as we move into the the summer and, and all of this stuff and Porzingis, what, where's Porzingis at? What seeds is Porzingis planting right now? Because we were riding hard for Porzingis, but at the end of the day, Porzingis, I don't know how hard he's riding for the Knicks. I'm starting to put my little uh, side eye my professional side eye up at the unicorn, y'all, because I know you're injured, but according to reports that I read, he's not he's in Connecticut somewhere. He's not working, he doesn't go to team meetings, he he's not around, he's not using team doctors or none of that. So my question then becomes, well, what what seeds are you planting, uh KP? Are you with us? You know, because if you if you're not with us, if you're not uh, anybody who's, I'm getting biblical and messing it up. <laughs> if you're not for us, you're against us. So is KP, like, are they about to give him this huge contract, but he really don't want to be here? So you just going to be putting that money in your pocket? Or are you do you want to go somewhere else? What do you think is going on with KP? I sure like to know. I sure like to know what, what seeds he is planting, okay? Cinderella team, before I go, Cinderella team, Boston. Boston. Yeah, I think it's gonna be um I think it's gonna be Cavs in a Boston. I'm gonna get out of here though. I'm gonna go watch LeBron uh sweep. I'm gonna go get my broom. He he he's the king. He'll have to sweep. You know, he'll have to use the actual broom. He's doing all the heavy lifting. I'm gonna do the light lifting. I'm gonna go get the broom. I'm gonna go watch these games tonight. I think it's tonight. Um, LeBron is going to sweep, sweep Toronto. Did y'all see uh, <laughs> Lowry's face when they started, when J.R. Smith, I love J.R. Smith, when J.R. Smith and LeBron was celebrating and all the cast was celebrating after he banked that shot off the backboard and they started panning to the Raptors. 
<laughs> he was standing there. Lowry was standing there with his hands on his hips like somebody's auntie. Like, like what just happened? Did somebody steal my purse? <laughs> I laughed so hard. I was like, okay. They look dumbfounded. They look dumbfounded. And like I said, you could do a lot of damage to somebody's soul, good or bad, depending on whose side you're on. And uh, you should be a believer by now. You should be a believer. If you're still questioning LeBron, you need to get Ayana Van Zant's book, Acts of Faith, and start reading it every day. Stop being such a bitter little hater, okay? Plant some good seeds in your life so that you don't hate LeBron's seeds that he planted and sprouted into all kind of glorious oak trees all over the place, all right? Can you do that for me? For me. Do that for me, Coach Vaughn, all right? I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Always listen to my podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Misfit Network, Laughable. Go to CoachVaughn.com for links to everything Vaughn DiCarlo. You can see me performing in Chicago. Shy town stand up. I'm going to post the link. I am going to be there with Cypher Sounds uh, filming for the new season of Laugh Tracks on True TV. So come out. I believe the tickets are free. Free, free, and the lineup is going to be fire because they take the best comedians all over the world. If you're not familiar with the show, go check out Laugh Tracks on True TV, hosted by, um, it's Laugh Mobs, uh, Laugh Tracks, uh, hosted by Cypher Sounds. I'm going to be on the new season. Come check me out. Come to the um, Promontory Theater, I believe that's how you say it, May 23rd. I'm going to post the link where you can get tickets. Come see me and support your girl. It's going to be fun. It's going to be my first time in Chicago, so I'm super excited about that. And it's actually my first. I've been on and off TV since the early 2000s, but this is my first stand-up gig on TV. So I'm very excited about that, and I'm going to have a great time. Again, CoachVon.com for all things Von DiCarlo. All my links to my social media. Please do follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, numbers mean stuff. Okay, ball don't lie. All balls down to the King James. All ball down to Coach Vaughn. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, y'all. Help me build this train, this Vaughn train that is moving. Hashtag Team Vaughn. Hashtag VHive. Let's get it going. You are my number ones. You are my starters. Don't become no off the bench, on and off trading ass fans. All right. <laughs> I got to get out of here because I'm still at Sirius XM recording this. I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't record from my studio bed today after um, power hour and all my meetings. I stayed in one of the rooms to record my podcast. So thank you guys for listening. I'm going to be on Twitter tonight, live tweeting the games as usual. I will see you on Twitter and Instagram. Coach Vaughn out.